we ended the last one, I think we were talking about food. Breaking down food and how it's an art to cook and like how people like Tyson drive us nuts with hot sauce. And after that, we went to a Mexican lunch and we had talked about during that episode appetizers and here we are eating chips and salsa. And I said, what what kind of appetizer do y'all have? Because I went to that certain place for ceviche. Okay? You know what ceviche is, right? You know how they do it? How they let it they cook cook the shrimp or not cook, whatever. The shrimp in the lime juice. In the citric acid, yeah. Yeah. Um I didn't know it was an appetizer. So as soon as he said it, that's why I went there. So we ended up ordering an appetizer, ceviche, which I was getting that no matter what. Right. And but chips and salsa. We still did it. Three bowls did. of chips. It's crazy. It's disgusting. They got good salsa there, though. They do. But this, then we went light on the entree. Very light. That's moderation. Been, that was I've, your key to McDonald's. I've been doing that a lot. I like that. Not big plates of food, moderate helpings, you know, just control. Controlling your portions. Portion control, I guess they would call it. You're listening to Breaking It Down with Chad and Alex, part of This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast. Thank you all so much for the subscriptions, the downloads. We have a lot of them. It's awesome to see. We're going to keep bringing it to you, trying to mix it up. Sometimes we have athletes on here, baseball players, MMA fighters, college wrestlers, NASCAR guys, football players. Um, we have musicians on here, country musicians, rock musicians. We have, we have veterans on here. We have active duty military on here. We had so many different walks of life on this life ain't for everybody we're just trying to diversify keep it rolling keep conversation going can you sit across the table and talk to somebody and that's what old crossbow and myself have been doing just breaking down certain subject matter like you should when you go to lunch instead of having your freaking nose buried in your iphone like i do most of the time because we think that we're missing out on something i think they call it fomo and today's episode of the podcast again is brought to you by the one and only tennessee sour mash whiskey jack daniels old number seven the finest of the fine the best of the best top shelf is what they call jack daniels sold in over 170 countries people enjoy it all over the world and they enjoy it responsibly they never allow underage drinking today's episode of the podcast breaking it down is also brought to you by rigid industries own the night see the light come on i can keep going i don't like being in the dark man i don't like it i like to see when i'm looking for something when i want to find my way we pull into a field or America's highways or back roads, a dirt road. I don't like being in the dark. I like the whole area lit up and all of the kits they have, the rock kits, the 30-inch light bars, the fog lights that go into our bodyguard bumpers. They have so many unique and innovative lighting systems. We have them on all four sides of our decoy trailers, lighting up the surrounding area and the circumference so we can make sure that our spread is perfect when that sun comes up and the geese come off the roost. If you're a hunter, you might understand what that analogy is like. Like, but thank you, Rigid Industries, for helping us own the night, helping us see the light. We appreciate your support of our culture and our brands and our TV shows and our podcasts. Alex, we're breaking it down. Breaking it down. You want me to come up with what we're breaking down today again? Are you, you just you just made me think of an interesting topic with having your nose buried in your phone and social media and what does it mean to you? I know you I think hate it's it. a necessary evil. Yeah. I hate, I hate it. it. 
I feel in my heart that if I didn't do it for the brands, I mean, I've had maybe four or five things of Alyssa on there in my whole life, you know, when she's with us on a hunt or a youth hunt or whatever, but very, very minimal. I'm not one of those parents that post a picture for the world to see of, oh, I'm so proud. I just, that's, that's sacred to me. I don't know if I'd have personal social media. I really don't. I don't think people care. I think it's whogivesashit.com. I don't care that your kid took their first step. And I know that people could say, well, you know, we have family and Facebook. Well, then just send them a text. Send them a text. How did we do it before social media? Because my grandma knew I played baseball. You took pictures and you sent them. You You sent them to people. My mom would cut out newspaper clippings and go to a copy machine and, and and then mail them to people. Yeah. You can take pictures, you know, like we're, we're, we'd be at a volleyball tournament with Alyssa and I, and, and, and Melanie has her phone out and she's filming. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I've sent it to my mom and dad. And that makes sense. Yeah. They're in Texas. They get to see it. But a lot of people also live through that screen. They'll be at a concert and they'll just be getting that shot of that concert to put on their social media. Yeah. They'll never going to use those videos for anything. It's copyright infringement to ever try to make money with them. So really you're, you're there live and you're watching it through a four inch screen. Yeah. And people always have their phones up or they're buried and you go in, there's five people at the table and there's five phones being looked at and not one, one conversation going on. That's what, that, that's what kind of sparked my thought on this is like you said, can, can you sit across the table from somebody and have a conversation? The only are, way are, that, the only way that I can do it is if, when I discipline myself to leave my phone in the truck, otherwise I've conditioned myself to see what emails are coming in, to see what's going on with our pages, to see what's going on on texting We've conditioned ourselves to yeah. do so. Oh, 100%. You have to put the phone down and leave it alone. And is it a fear of missing out? You feel like, you know, you're going to miss an opportunity if you're not there to see it right then and there? You know, maybe? I don't know. I, I think that I think that a lot of it is apprehension of what is, it, what is the other guy doing? What is the other girl right. doing? Is she prettier than me today? Are they catching more fish than me today? Do they pile them up today? Are they at the NASCAR race? Who's, you know, if everybody's happy on there. Everybody, it's all. And then when you see somebody post some personal shit, like their puppy's sick, who gives a shit.com? Right. I feel for you, but it's nobody's business. Right. Handle it. The, what it, it seems to me like they're reaching. We're all reaching now for that self-gratification, that instant gratification of like, Man, if people know that my I'm going through some turmoil here and my puppy's sick, they're going to write to me on a direct message and say, I'm so sorry. Those people don't know you from Eve. Right. These strangers, who cares what they think? Who cares? You know, if it's a brand and you're building it and you're intricately involved with your down, you know, your the people, your followers your and analytics. your customers and your all that stuff. If you're intricately involved in them and you care about the stuff you're posting, I get that. You want to be creative. It's part of marketing. If you're in business and you're not marketing through social media, you're being ignorant and you're missing the ball. Yeah. But to go on there and be personal about everything that is supposed to be sacred. We're all guilty of it. I mean, yeah. I, I've done it a little bit. Like I had a conversation with one of my buddies, T-Bone, one time, whether or not I should have social media to Alyssa's first duck hunt and how happy I was and her crying and me crying. And really, in the end, I'm doing it because of the brand. I was using my daughter in a way. I'm showing the hunting heritage and the culture every day on that brand. That one time, that intricate moment between father and daughter, Les is there. Her first duck ever with a 410. Why couldn't I have just kept uh, one picture, framed it, and put it on my house wall? Why did I have to use it 
for Bandit or Realtree or Benelli or Federal or the boat we were in or the boat motor we were driving or the decoys or the dog stuff, the dog collar that the dog had on. Why couldn't I just forgo it one time? Hmm. It's a good question, huh? Yeah. And, and T-Bone looked at me and said, you should have shown it. You're proud of that. People want to see that. You're, you're, pro you're promoting the lifestyle. And I do on a daily basis of try to promote the lifestyle. I'm opening this Red Bull. Go for it. I love Red Bull. Do you love Red Bull? I love Red Bull. No. I'm not a, I can't stand Monster. Rockstar, not even close. Bang is weird to me. Only coffee for me. Look at this, dude. Look how cool that can is. You don't like, like rocks? You don't like Red Bull? I don't do any energy drinks but coffee. Never? Never. I don't even barely drink soda anymore. Hmm. Weird. Barely drink any iced tea. Totally anti-American. I did have two beers at lunch today, even though you're on a dry march. I feel bad about that. It's pretty that. awesome that I can discipline but, myself. And th those places, that place has great margaritas. Oh, well, how do you See, there's have... a place where I could see margarita being the leading drink. Of course. But not at a regular bar. But I had bar. a Modelo. I know, but a regular, it's one of the top drinks in the world. I just don't, I don't buy Doesn't it, but they say sense. it is. So what about documenting that point in your daughter's life? What, I did on part, TV. I know. So what part did it, even if it wasn't for TV, say it was just for social media. Did, the picture I get, I get what you were saying, you know, but in the same breath, she's what, nine, eight, nine, ten years old, whatever. And now you've got a video forever, which maybe you would have had it on your phone. Maybe you wouldn't have whatever. But you got that video forever. too. I love the video fact that I have that episode and I had a film crew there. But still, instead of being there and hugging her and 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 watching the document, I'm watching it, but I'm filming it all. Yeah, you're a little bit I, disconnected. Now I'm filming it all. My camera guys are filming it all. Yeah, yeah. It's going to go on TV, but now I'm sitting there, and you, there's no way you can tell me that you're not missing part of the substance of a situation watching when you're watching it through a, a four-inch yeah. monitor. Yeah, you're right. You're missing part of it, the personality of it, the culture of it, the lifeblood of it, and really putting it on social media didn't do it could have but it didn't matter it, it, whether i put it on there that day or not yeah. the world would have kept going around and i would have had the self-satisfaction of sharing that moment intricately and authentically with my daughter and not having a phone in her face while she's crying to show the celebration of what hunting does to the soul it was already being documented by a camera crew but i'm sitting there thinking impressions engagement revenue you know building our following and building our our you know what yeah, people, people are gonna people, like to see this yeah it's a crazy thought process dude it is who cares if people in this country know that i'm at a zach brown concert or a spring training baseball game why has it become so important for people to put that on there this snapchat they snapchat a picture real quick or or now it's bing bang or uh tiktok and <laughs> bing bang, bing bang. Yeah, that's a new one coming out but uh, what i'm saying is we, it's so important for people and i'm again i do it but here's what i do like i'm showing the i'm trying to show like the cross pollination of we're at a spring training game and we're watching you know we're watching I don't care who it is, right? Charlie Blackman's playing and we're watching the Rockies in Arizona. You've been down on the field with me at Arizona with Charlie Blackman or George Brett. We're filming some of this stuff because we cross-pollinate with these guys in cooking and hunting and branding and all of that. Right. But if you think about it, do we really need that side of the marketing to document that whole day on videos and show people that, hey, man, now we're over here watching Mike Trout hit, and tomorrow we're going to be watching Josh Hader pitch for Milwaukee. The people, you know, the guys that we know down there, it's weird. You bring up a weird uh, breaking it down segment because mm -hmm. social media 
is the fail is good the downfall of our society in a lot of ways well that's what sparked the interest is you know we've we're losing our ability to conversate and if you look conversations are turning over to what people saw on social media i'm guilty of it too yeah. I, I said it today i saw a picture of this you know i saw a picture of that well if you think about it, it's a great way to get content it's there yeah that's it's, what it is content at your fingertips 24 7 365 more than you could ever consume yeah and we think we're doing ourselves a favor by keeping up with it but it, and it's also it's shit it, you know it's not it was one thing when a, when a guy went and, and read a ton of books or you know learned a bunch of history or even watched you know whatever old documentaries on stuff they were getting knowledge that you know then they could turn around and talk to somebody about now we're we're, we're watching people dance in front of a camera or we're you know some stupid skit video or you know we talk about all the time you know the guys go out and jump off a two-story roof and do a belly flop for everyone to laugh at and like that's stupid like that's that's dumb content and there's so much of it on there you can't consume it all and it just you're on your phone nonstop or whatever it is staring at it all the time it's crazy and people are making money. Barstool Sports does oh that. God. They'll show people doing idiotic things in athletic events or whatever, you know, funny stuff. It's funny. And they can, they accumulate all of this content, all of these clips, right? And then people are eating up with it. Mm. I mean, we've had this kind of content on national TV for a long time, right. whether it was Bill Cosby had the kids say the darnest things and kids were saying something funny. They were watching a video, then they'd respond to it. Or America's Home Videos and Bob mm-hmm. Saget would be, look at this. Remember, it was there. Now, oh, yeah. that's all social media is, is a bunch of that. Yep. And then 100%. you had, what's his name, the owner of DC Shoes, Rob... Uh, Deer Dick. Deer Dick. And he had... Is it Deer Dick? Yeah. He had uh, speeches, not speeches, shameless, no? No, ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. Um, there's all kinds of these shows. The jackass right? guys back in the jackass day. Jackass had it bad. You know, they were doing crazy shit to keep us like, and that's all social media is now. Yeah. Is how can we go out and get somebody to like what we're saying? Yep. It's genius whoever came up with it. The social network and what's his name that had Facebook and MySpace. MySpace was the Tom. first one, right? Wasn't that his name? Who? Tom, I think. Was it Tom? And then who's Facebook? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Zuck. And then who's Instagram? I don't even know who invented Instagram, but Facebook owns it now. They own it now, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, is it? If I if I didn't have to do it for the brands, because it is a big marketing thing. I mean, think about the money or the potential money of the consumer that's watching this stuff. That's why Facebook is valued so high. It's not because me and you keep giving them video, putting videos on our page. Yeah, we. It's because the advertisers spend a dime on Facebook. Yeah, but it's because the the advertisers yeah, are. Hundred percent. Right. Well, big, you took big a, brands. You took an inadvertent break for what a month, three months when we got hacked. Yeah, were you happier without it? Loved it. Yeah, loved it. It was unbelievable, dude. And when I got when we got the page back from that piece of shit hacker, I it took everything in my power, everything to get back in the swing of things. So, I mean, I was just like, because you didn't want to do it, you were just over it. Still, way over it. I was just, I was pissed off a little bit because we had lost so much content. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot of work that goes into building that kind of a page and following. But I was just like, man, the freedom of it was unbelievable. Not having, yeah, not having to Not worry. having to post on it. But then we got it back and I was like, you got to get back on the wagon because you can't get left behind in business. I, I don't believe if you really, truly want to grow a brand, you have to be hitting on all those cylinders. Yeah. What companies aren't? 
If you think about it, Nike's got TV covered. They're all over TV on commercials, athlete endorsement, celebrity endorsement, Tiger Woods doing this, LeBron James doing that in athletic events. They're all over the Olympics. They're all over college athletics. They're all over Instagram. They're all over Facebook. They got documentaries out there. They have tons of stuff going on with like Michael Jordan's new one. There's Nike all over that, right? Yeah. Um, they have print ad campaigns in Sports Illustrated. They have digital cam ad campaigns, social media ad campaigns. They have an unbelievable website. They have marketing all over the world with merchandising and inventory and stores and that big swoosh all over everything in Foot Locker or whatever store it is. You can't, they're hitting on every cylinder. When Nike probably could afford to relax for a minute. Oh, I, and Phil Knight could just be like, oh, I'm going to take a, a year off. The guy's worth $58 billion or something. <laughs> Maybe not that. How much is he worth? I don't know. A, a lot, I'm sure. Let's see. I it's think funny, it's, it, it's funny you bring that up because I just saw him on an advertisement on, or not, an I just saw him on Instagram. Phil Knight? No, no, no. Just Nike in general. Like you said, when a company's already got television, print, endorsements, you know, all that, yet they're also still on social media, it, it's got to show you that you've got to be on social media. You know what I mean? First thing that comes up about Phil Knight is net worth. He's 83 years old. And he's worth. You were pretty close. I already Forbes magazine, twenty sixth richest person in the world at thirty nine point two billion dollars. He's worth. Yours, I think yours might be old. Mine says he's worth fifty point seven. Oh really? This is old then. What's yours on? Yeah, twenty twenty one. Phil Knight is fifty point seven billion. Fifty billion dollars, and he's still working at eighty three years old, writing books out there with the brand. Started as a track runner, didn't he? Or doing something in Oregon with needed some shoes, and then he figured out going to China or something on how to make shoes over there and bring them over here because he couldn't find the shoes that he needed. I need to read that book again. I don't know the intricate details of his life. But $50 billion, I don't know what his profit margin is, but they don't, they're not paying a whole bunch for their labor, I wouldn't imagine. Are they? I wouldn't think so, according to the Internet. But back to what we're saying is – they're out there. They are still out there. I'm trying to look up their Instagram following. We really need a fact checker in here. Can I, you find I just want one? the fact checker to see that I just found this guy with purple hair has $89 billion. Apparently, he helped start Google. 30, 138 million followers they have on Instagram. Nike. That's half of America's population. But around the world, they have 130. Isn't America 300 million people? Yeah. So they got almost half of our population. And they're, they put this video out of the WNBA. You know, women, little girls that want to be WNBA stars someday. Shooting yeah. hoops, right? Playing tennis now. Soccer. Women, you know, International Women's Month oh, yeah. or whatever yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. right? Or day. They're showing women in Nike and how involved they've been with, with Serena Williams and all that. I mean, think about what they've done. Anyway, you got to be hitting on all these cylinders. You can't let up. No. You can't let up on social media. So why do you want to be doing it personal at all? If you can't let up and you want to develop, there's people that are called, you know, Insta-famous and influencers. influencers that get paid to be on YouTube and to be on social media platforms. Is YouTube considered a social media platform? I think it is now, yeah. 
I don't know how it couldn't be, right? Advertisers are paying to be on there with that audience. They they pay per view too over a certain amount. I don't know what that threshold is, but yeah, so they're paying for content providers, if you will. Crazy. I I literally see people that say they've quit their full-time jobs to be influencers. That's what, you know what I mean. There are people that have that make their full-time living being an Instagram influencer. They don't even really do Facebook. Right. It's really Instagram and now TikTok. Yeah. I've seen it work. I see some kids doing it that are freaking getting paid. I know like four kids. I don't know them personally, but I know of them. 25-year-old kids that have quit their full-time job and all they do is TikTok. Just TikTok, not even Instagram. That's insane. Dancing in front of your phone. Well, these guys, these guys are doing it for different outdoor brands. Oh. Developing content and videos for different outdoor brands. But they're doing it well enough and getting the right amount of impressions and engagement and following and likes or whatever you do, views, to make somebody go, we'll pay you this much money. They get four or five of those. They're making a pretty good little cut, right? And it's and you, it's crazy to think about. There's like the the one-hit wonder. I, I don't want to say it derogatory, but, you know, the guy that did the cranberry thing. Yeah. Nobody had ever heard of that guy in his entire life. Made one video. Granted, he's got hundreds of videos, but one video sparked somebody's interest. That Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah. And, it and, blew I have, and you don't even hear about it anymore. Nothing. It's gone. It's gone. But he got a new car out of it and a free thing of cranberry free house. juice. Yeah. Remember something. the kid the kid in Reno that did the chicken nuggets with Wendy's? Said something about, Wendy's, if I can get a, a million retweets or whatever, this was when Twitter was popular, will you bring the, the spicy chicken nuggets back or something like that? And it went viral. And all these, you know, celebrities were retweeting, and all, and and he ended up getting like nuggets for life or something like that. Nuggets for life. That's healthy. And he's from Reno. Really? But you know, never hear from him again. Yeah. What was the one deal on social media, or whatever, about the beer? Beer. There was a guy that said something about a beer, and somebody gave him a ton of money. There's some. There's stories out there. Somebody's gonna have to check me on that too. Clay would know the facts of it, but. Yeah, he was at a basketball game or a sporting event or something and said something about beer, and the beer company got wind of it and took care of him for life or something. Really? I, I do hear stories like that. he was holding that, up yeah. a sign or something. I can't huh. remember what it was. We need that fact checker. We do. Why don't you hire one? I've been, I got ads out on LinkedIn. Is LinkedIn a social media? For, for work, yeah. It is? Uh-huh. So I, on, on, on our Instagram that I consistently – work we have a hundred and nine thousand followers and we follow 77 out of those 77 at least 50 of them are related to our business whether it's a partner a sponsor a network something do you who do you follow yeah pretty i mean a lot of outdoor pages you know but um, but the thing I'm getting at is, who do you follow? Who like do people follow Cardi B because she sucks? She, her music's terrible. It's gross. Like she has her. zero talent, in my opinion. People argue me, but I'll take freaking Rob Bass or Eminem over her any day of the week. Eric B. <laughs> Rackham. I, I just saw a, a Rakeem funny video about uh, Cardi B has five cars and doesn't know how to drive, and it says she also has three. Uh, number one rap singles and doesn't know how to rap. <laughs> she doesn't, isn't she? Was a stripper. 
which doesn't mean you don't know how to rap. To each their own. If they got talent, they can make it. Go get it. But she's gross. Yeah, she's a whack job. Um, but we, people look up to her. But we look at we we follow them like we're interested in her life. The Kardashians. Life. Yeah, the Kardashians made it famous. They've got like they're built. They're all almost billionaires over. I think they are billion. One of them's a billionaire. I think now. I think there's the two of them for sure that are the one that has the makeup brand and Kim are definitely. Is Kim the old one, the, yeah. the original? Kanye's wife. She's a billionaire. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How awesome is that? It's crazy. I mean, they, they worked it. Yeah. They didn't sit there and go, I'm just going to show drama. I mean, they went out and developed makeup lines and clothing lines and stores and boutiques and whatever else. Yep. Uh, but I've never followed one thing they do. Never. And I've never watched that show. Is that show. That show's not on anymore, is it? I don't know. I don't watch it. But I mean, that TV show vaulted them, dude. The... Uh, the girl that was all mixed up in that scandal, uh, you know, the full house daughter with the college entrance exams, yeah. she was just on Howard Stern the other day. Her whole life is about social, social media. media. Well, she the, she had to quit doing it for a minute. She right. was, but she's back now. Yeah, she has. She was making a living off of it. Yeah, and, and she was telling Howard, "Oh, you know, I get up and I edit a video. You know, I make a video, edit a video, post a video, and that's my whole day. You know, one one video." Make it, edit it, post it. That's it. That's crazy. Crazy. And now she's on Howard's turn. She'll blow up even more. Right. Um, Howard Stern. Used to love him. He used to be great. Used to love him. Who was I? When you said that about that, that college scam, I had a thought about social media. And now I totally spaced it. Totally spaced it when you brought... Oh, you were listening to something on your phone. Did you find out anything on that Yeah, it, it was a Bush Light. Uh, Bush Light. What was that, it? That I didn't get to see it because I didn't know it was going to have that sound on it, and it was annoying. But uh, the, the the tagline of the, the thing said, you know, beer beer sign goes viral, raises $1.1 million, and it was a Bush Light. For GoFundMe. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. thing. Yeah. $1.1 million. But he got in trouble where they took the money away from him or something. I can't remember. Somebody came down on him for something. Hmm. I can't I remember what it was, time. but it was, you know, it was the cancel culture shit that got him. I think something Did, happened. Didn't Let's like cancel everything. How about we cancel social media? I mean, the social media can cancel Donald Trump. I mean, it's crazy. Cancel Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. Pepe Le Pew this week. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? They said it's rape culture. The way he flirted with that cat all the time. No way. He's gone. No way. Yeah. Like bestiality. They said it's rape. You're you're teaching people rape because that cartoon skunk used to always hit on that cat. Dude, they need to freaking stop these people, man. Mr. Potato Head. In, in, a, in two weeks span, Mr. Potato Head, Pepe Le Pew, and Dr. Seuss all gone. Can you believe that? What did they do wrong? Dr. Seuss was because he said you can have a baby if you... If something about babies, like women having babies or men being fathers, or what was Dr. Seuss's tale? I don't even know, to be honest with you. I know that they don't like Mr. Potato Head because it's Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, and there's many other genders. You know, there should no, be. No, there's a, not. Is there? No. You Do you follow science? I saw him in Sacramento the other day at a volleyball tournament. Who? The, my first transgender bathroom. Oh, he, I didn't go in it. I saw it. They were yeah, closed. Yeah. The the men's was open, the women's was open, but the transgenders were both closed for COVID. I didn't understand that. That's weird. Both of them looked like murder scenes happened. They had ribbon up and tape and all that, like closed. Hmm. Like nobody's going in here. Wonder. I don't, 
I don't want to speculate, but yeah, I wouldn't speculate either because if you do, then we'll get canceled we'll get because canceled. people can't. If your opinion stand differs, to hear that. yeah. If your opinion differs from mine, then I have to, I have to cancel you. Who does have a good social media following to follow? Who's entertaining? Is there one out there that's like, like, do we care enough? Like, I don't know if you do. I don't follow anybody that's like what you just said, a content creator that I'm going in and, and actively seeking them out. I don't follow anybody. Like I barely look at the feed. Yeah. I follow them and I tag them. And when I see them come up, I'll like what they're doing. If it's a good partner and I like the, the post or the picture or whatever, but I don't actively go on there and go, Oh, I wonder, I wonder if Charlie's at the beach today. Yeah. I wonder what I, I follow some sports guys, you know, like Charlie Blackman's pretty funny. He's got a funny social media, you know, Chuck Nasty. Chuck Nasty's got a funny social media. I like... Uh, There's no way he's that active on it. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy to me. I think in the off season, you know, he is probably when he does a lot of his stuff, but it's a lot of like funny stuff. He's a totally different dude in the off season than the, the season. I think you got to be, right? You got to be laser focused when you're, when you're in the season. Uh, God, he can swing it, can he? But I think I like I follow things that are I'm interested in, you know, you know. Whatever you follow a duck hunting page or more, more an idea than a person, I guess is what I guess I gravitate towards. You know, such as you know, like I might follow a fly fishing, you know, west west coast fly fishing page, you know, that might have tips or tactics or deals or you know whatever hundred flies for. 20 bucks or something like that, you know, a page like that, or, you know, a Harley Davidson page that'll show a bunch of different bikes, you know, things like that. So why do you fall like to get you ideas of maybe your next bike you want to have built or something? Yeah. Or like if there's a part out there that you want to get, or, you know, they, they usually same with like guns, you know, they're, they're going to release their next new gun that's coming out. If you're in the market for a gun or, Maybe you just it catches your eye, and now you you're in the market for a new gun. You know, I guess I I fall more prey to the advertising of it than anything than like personalities on there. I, I follow some comedians, you know, just for the the funny things they post and stuff like that. But you follow Bill Burr? Yeah. I, maybe I need to follow him again. Is he funny on there? He doesn't seem like he'd give a shit about social no, media. It, yeah. Are these comedians doing their own? Like Rogan's no. a comedian and he doesn't post anything funny, no, does he? No, and and a lot of them I think are managed by people, and then a lot of times, unfortunately, with those guys, you get like what they're up to. You know what I mean? As far as like we got a show in Austin, Texas tomorrow. Obviously, during COVID, no one was posting that kind of stuff. But you know, like uh, who's that dude you turned me on to? Kyle uh, Dunnigan? Yeah. He's he posts Joe funny Logan stuff. Says he's got like the funniest Instagram. I don't even follow him anymore. He's he's got some funny. I literally stuff. don't follow anybody anymore. Should I start following Kyle Dunnigan again? Is he worth watching? He's got some funny he, stuff. He would hate on Trump all the time, wouldn't he? Well, so so when I would see that stuff, I would those people got unfollowed. I he, and even both sides of it. I, I don't want to see. You, you don't want to go to this place no, for your politics. I don't want to see him ripping, I don't care about any of that. No. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's some funny, there is some funny stuff out there that I do enjoy and laugh at, but it's not all hit your finger with a hammer humor and stuff like that. You know, you want to see some real stuff, you know, like edited funny skits. Yeah. 
So does Chappelle have an Instagram? I don't know if he does. I don't follow him. You don't follow Chappelle? No. Like the top ones in the world of Instagram are The Rock, which The Rock's just, you know, he's all right. I guess I followed him for a little bit, but he kind of lost me a little bit during the election. Yeah, he got a little political on me. He's pretty motivating in a way. But again, it's I, I guess I'm a little bit different because I'm not a I, I don't need that raw raw in my dish to get fired up, you know, yeah. with the with the the motivational pages like rock the working out and the hardest worker in the room. But I mean he's always selling his tequila or a movie or under armor and everything I ever seen him do. Yeah. He was always selling something. Now it's headphones. Headphones now. I mean he's always selling something. It's under armor headphones though, right? I don't know. They're Actually. branded with his thing. Yeah, I think well, I like Dave him. Portnoy from Barstool Sports. Do you follow him? Uh-uh. Never heard of him. What does he do? He does his pizza reviews, which are surprisingly, dude, they're funny. They're places that, you know, you and I will probably never see. Well, maybe you might. But, you know, they're a lot of East Coast and stuff like that. You know, he, he'll go in and he'll review a pizza parlor, you know, just the pizza, which is pretty funny, dude. He's He's good. What? Give me an idea of a of one that he does that he's done. Pizza review? Yeah, give me an idea of how he reviews it. What does he go off of? I, I find this interesting. Oh, you've never seen it? Oh, so he does. He's you know, it's funny because he's kind of got like a. He's done hundreds and hundreds of them now, but um, he always you know he comes out and he says one bite. Everybody knows the rules. I think he always gets a cheese pizza, um, but he does them you know right in front of the restaurant. So he goes in, buys a pizza, comes out. Standing there with the box, opens it up, you know, and you know, one bite, everybody knows the rules. He takes a bite, you know, it's usually like eight bites. And then he has like a rating system, you know, one to 10. And it's funny as he's gotten popular, you know, people are noticing him out on the street doing these reviews. So they, they're talking to him and he's, uh, his dude, Frankie always holds the, the camera, the phone, whatever it is, but they're just funny, you know, and he, and he gives an honest opinion about the pizza and he's, uh, so he'll say it sucks if it sucked? Oh, yeah. Right in front of the joint. Right in front of oh, it. Oh, I bet you they hate that. Well, I really think it's probably at the point now where, like, if he gives you a good review, they probably get massive business. Oh, so he's like the Guy Fieri. Yeah. But it's cool. It's all, you know, at least to my knowledge, it's all just online and it's, you know, very, like, casual and shit. They're, they're funny. You should look look at a couple Dave of them later. Dave Pointnoy, huh? Portnoy. Portnoy. I think it's... Uh, Is he a his, comedian? No, he's the owner of Barstool Sports. Oh, he's the owner. Yeah. He started it? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, so he's pretty good. How old is a guy is he? I don't know. Probably 40s, maybe 50s. Pretty young? Yeah. What a great idea he had. And it's, yeah. It's it's blossomed out into a bunch of stuff. Anyway. He's got a lot of stuff. Yeah. he's got. I've a, done several interviews with a lot of their blossomed out things, like you say, their extensions. Different cooking shows and different sports shows and stuff. They're yeah. they got a badass. He's got a sports book now. They're the company that owns them. What's it called? They're the ones that bought Meat Eater. Are they? I believe. I don't know. Let me see who bought Barstool Sports. Oh, did he sell? I thought Bars or wait, maybe he owns this company. Barstool Sports owned by Oh, Penn National Gaming, an operator of casinos and well, he's got a sports book, yeah. Purchased a 36 in Barstool Sports for $136 million in January of 2020. How much is Dave Portnoy worth? I don't know. Um, 
Maybe I'm wrong. I thought that they were owned by somebody else. I really did. Yeah, he's young. Is he? Looks young. The Churning Group. Yeah, the owners of the of Barstool Sports are Pin National Gaming and the Churning Group. So the Churning Group is who bought Meat Eater. Oh, really? If I remember right, yeah. Yes, sir. Social media. Um, huge social media following. It's a moneymaker. I'm not, I'm not saying it, but I'm saying for uh, personally. I'm talking personally. It's a moneymaker. Oh, yeah. But personally, like to be on there all the time and our phones all the time, what are we really getting out of it if we're not building a brand and trying to sell something? It's just for entertainment, and it's taken over the world. Right. It's like a nonstop high school reunion. That too. You know what I mean? You, you, but at least at the reunion, you talked to some folks, didn't you, back in the day? No, but I'm saying, you know, like at the reunion, every everybody want you know, stereotypically, my high school reunion was not like this, but, you know, stereotypically, you know, they want to show, everybody wants to show how good they're doing, you know, who, who they're significant other is da, 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 da. and that's what social media is only the highs right very few people get on there and go, oh you know I, I got fired today for stealing a donut at work you know or something like that. it's always it's always the highs never the lows yep same with the high school reunion right no one's in there singing the blues they want they want to try well, and they make, don't go that too yeah they yeah, want to I mean, make everybody sad, feel they're not jealous going, right did you go to your high school reunion never once how long you been graduated eight years yeah. Oh, you haven't even had one yet. You that didn't go to your five-year? I think there was a five-year one. <laughs> Don't ask me stupid questions like that on the microphone. Your high school uh Have we settled time? anything about social media other than we don't like it? We don't like it. You love it. You're on it all the time watching Never. content. Not really. Yeah, you are. I, I mean, You're I on would, Facebook, too. But I, but I also manage. You are know, you on Facebook? I manage several pages, so it's a necessary evil for me, too. You don't post on there personally Never. much, do you? Very, very little. Like if somebody tags me in something, I, I changed mine to where they don't just automatically go on there. Oh, it's I, a private. Yeah, not it's not private, but you, I just you you have to say yes or no if somebody posts something of you on because I, I got tired of that too. You know, you every little step you make, somebody's got a you know chronicle you know chronological uh, account for it, and sometimes you don't want people to know where you're at. You know. You don't want people to know where you're at all the time. No. Most of my social media is done in the way to where it's always backlogged, you know? Yeah. It's not safe to... Keep them on their toes. Right. You don't want to document what you're doing in the moment. Yeah. Make them look left if they're going to hang a right. Mm-hmm. Bob and weave. Bob and weave. I think we solved the uh, moral dilemma of it, don't you? I don't know. I don't know if there is one. I don't know. There is I, a definite moral dilemma with it. Oh, shit, yeah. I'm talking about a solution. It's ruining our society. I'm talking about a solution. You said we, we solved it. I don't know if there's a solution. What is the solution? Do you think it it's going to be like this forever? I don't know. I wish we go back to a rotary phone. Pager? One TV. Rabbit ears, foil. Mm-hmm. No, we're living in the lap of luxury when it comes to technology, man. Think about what we can do. I mean, literally, from our phone, we can literally do anything. Yeah. You could order your food. You can see your aunt in Maine. You can. You got an aunt Maine. Her name's Aunt Maine. <laughs> you can do anything. You can go shopping. Amazon. 
I mean, I know he's out of there now, but you talk about a monster. They're talking about trying to buy UPS or something, I heard. His wife just married a school teacher. She's worth $58 billion. The school teacher was? That's a hell of a school teacher. Fourth richest uh, lady in the world married a school teacher after the Jeff Bezos. Oh, they, they say, you know, a machine that used to take up, you know, the size of a room is now in your pocket and a thousand times more powerful. Yep. With every bit of information ever in your fingertips. Yep. The problem is what happens when it's not there anymore. What's not going to be there? What happens when the power goes out? What happens when the internet connection dies? You no longer can have a conversation with anyone. You got you got nothing to offer the world nope. when That's your the phone problem. battery dies. That's the problem dies. is that our leaders are not versed in conversing right. and conversation and being able to negotiate from across the table. Well, you see the panic in people's eyes when their phone battery gets low. Oh, God. That's not that's because you're worried about your car breaking down and you're going to have to call the AAA guy. No. That's because you're, you're worried about FOMO. what's going to happen on social media while your phone battery's dead. FOMO. I saw. I had a meeting with a kid the other day. He had three external batteries for his phone. It was like, the, it, it, it was going to be... Uh, three of them? Three of them. Really? It was going to be the biggest disaster of his life if he, if he didn't have a cell phone, you know, on for a few minutes. Yeah. I, I think most most kids are like that. He was a younger guy. I shouldn't call him a kid, but. Oh, I've never. You, like, Ty that works for us? It's disgusting. Nonstop like, But phone. then you got them because then when they don't, re, when you try to reach them when they're working for you and they don't respond right away, you know that they're ignoring you. So I said, dude, I know that you literally have your nose like glued to that screen every yeah. day i've never seen anything like it it's yeah. non-stop social media it's like dude they will be driving down the road and he'll be like hold it in, in front of him and he'll be like snapping pictures out the windshield to like put on his snapchat to show people all over the country where he's at and the sunset going down over the mountains hmm. who gives a shit.com right but that's how they talk Instead of calling somebody and going, dude, the sunset was epic, man. These mountains, you would never believe it. They're steep, and there's a bunch of sheep up there. They're just a picture on Snapchat. It's that easy. Yep. They feel like they're connected. When we're really, we're becoming more and more disconnected. Yeah. Way that, more disconnected. Everything's a text, Snapchat, post. Instant message. Yep. LOL, whatever, these code words. Yep. I've never, ever in my life, except one time on accident, put one of the faces. The What are they called? The yellow faces. Emoji. I've never put an emoji. I sent you one the other day. Thumbs up. I've never used that. But that I have. I, I did. When I when I was with this girl, I d developed a bitmoji. You did. And I've sent a couple of those to her. <laughs> you want to see my bitmoji? Yeah. What's your bitmoji look like? How are we going to get this onto the podcast? You want to see it? Here it comes. You're, you you're going to send it to me? Or this is it just this took show hours, up? dude. What do you want me to say to you? Um is it pretty accurate? What's up? How about what's up? I'm looking forward to this. How you feeling? How's your day? You got several of them, huh? That one's weird. It says sup with a heart. <laughs> what's good? <laughs> don't send me that one. I don't know what this one is, but I'm sending you this one. I don't even know what this means. This is me wild pig hunting. Does that happen? Mm-hmm. Did you get it? Oh, it's coming through right now. <laughs> How'd you get Oakley's on there? Dude, I got... I mean, I dialed it in, huh? Isn't it look good? I don't think that's a wild pig. Dude, I'm handsome in that emoji, though. Am I not? 
Yeah, it's pretty good looking, really. How'd you choose a backwards hat? You can go on and change the whole thing. I haven't I haven't touched it since that day. You know, like that was years ago. I've never sent it to anybody but her. I don't know if I've ever sent one to Alyssa. But people communicate like that. Like it now it's That's me, all you fa- need. It's a fake me now. Right. The cartoon you just just hooked up. What do you think of it? Is it pretty good? It is pretty good, actually. Like how much self-esteem do you need to have to ask a grown man if you look handsome in your emoji in your bitmoji? Bitmoji, yeah. Like you want to be aesthetically pleasing, right? Gotta be. I don't know. I don't know. Your beard's not long enough in that bitmoji. Can you lengthen it out now? Do you think I ought to? I would. Never know when you might need to send that out to somebody. My beard looks good. I got it trimmed last night. You did? Yeah, how good is it? Did you hot comb it this morning? Yeah. No, I didn't. I hot combed it last night. I've been going this morning, dude. I've been working all day. I'm looking at it right now. You going to catch a nap later? God, it looks good. Me nap? Yeah. Shit. It looks pretty good, don't it? Yeah, it's nice. I need to start dyeing it. What color would you go? I don't know. I kind of like that dude's hair today. Purple? Purple. A little purple down at the craft store? Could I do a little... uh, Get a highlight in there. A little Prince music when I do it. Purple Rain. Dude, those geese are badass behind me, aren't they? Raspberry Beret. They are nice. So, like, you know, I would put a video up of a podcast preview on the on Instagram to show people that a new episode's being recorded. And then I'll put up, like, I'd put a video of today. Us in here, the microphones, the aesthetics, the studio. And then Rogan does that. You know, he'll do a, put a picture of him and the guest up to announce there's a new episode available. People get notifications from a lot of the platforms or the, you know, that 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 host the the podcast. They'll be like, new episode of Joe Rogan available on Spotify right now. But or I'll, you know, I'll put up a, a graphic. Gerber presents the Foul Life Podcast or Jack Daniels presents This Life Ain't for Everybody. It's marketing though. Yeah. But again, it moves the needle because we'd be ignorant to think that nobody's on this well, shit. We all are. And it's fast, right? Quick. You you could you could go to, you know, whatever, whatever your favorite magazine is, and you could take out an ad and you could have it designed and put, you know, and, and I'm sure, you know, like with the TV show, you probably do do that. But you got some time. You've got a set date for that. You know, whatever. This thing, if you want to say, hey, uh, you know, Chad Mendez is going to be on the podcast this week. Who? You, you want that to be instant. Who? Chad Mendez or whoever. Never, never heard of her. Yeah, I think he used to be a, she? a pro volleyball player. That but, dude I would lay out in under a minute. You think so? No. Continue. What about when he dropped Andy on that? <laughs> Was that the funny? <laughs> and he stands up and goes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Chad. No, but, you know, you could get that done quick, and that's what you want, right? That's the type of advertising you want. You know, I could have 10,000 people look at a video right now of of that this podcast is being recorded. Whether or not they give a shit, don't know. Don't know. But if I work it right and we have Jack Daniels on there and we can, you know, assess those impressions and the ROI that, hey, people are paying attention to the podcast and the downloads are there, that's – Marketing. You don't know yeah. that Jack Daniels runs a commercial during the Super Bowl. You don't know how many people go out and buy Jack Daniels. No. They're branding. They're keeping the brand alive like like Ford did back in the day, right? Henry Ford kept the branding of the Ford Motor Company going 
through the toughest time in American history finance, financially was the Great Depression. When no one bought a car. Nobody was buying cars, but he kept the branding and the marketing going because he knew when the money came back, they would be out in front. Right. And look where they're at today. Yep. The biggest and baddest of all time. Nobody even compares to them. Yep. When you stand in that liquor aisle or you go to that liquor store, you know, you're going to see a hundred different kinds of whiskey, bourbon. Jack Daniels is going to be... The most well-known one you see. It's branded it. It's branded. Jim Beam's there, not even close. Nope. The quality, some people might prefer it, but dude, I'm telling you, Jack Daniels is the best. And I know that there's all these small batches and these Pappy Van Winkle, 23-year-olds. That stuff's worth some money now. Mm -hmm. You see my bottle? Have you seen it? No. I got to show it to you. You have a 23? I have a 23. The story behind it will blow your mind. Is it full still? There's one for sale at that place I pointed at today. Four, four, 4100 bucks. Seriously? You can't find it online for anything less than 4700 right now. Do you want to hear something crazy? What? Three or four years ago at Sons of Nevada Christmas Party, they had it at the place we went to, and they were literally selling it for 40 bucks a shot. Yeah, you can't get it for 200 a shot in Reno now, I wouldn't think. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's not about that it's worth that. No. It's that the demand's That's a marketing thing, too. Yeah, the demand's there. I mean, yeah. there's there's only so much allotment in the state of Nevada. And I start to call bullshit on that story. I do know the story, or at least the story they tell everyone, right? That some guy stole a bunch of it, and so that's why there's very limited amounts of it. That's, that's probably bullshit. That's well, marketing. Maybe. Whatever it is, the shit's- It works. It's worked. <laughs> yeah. And it burns the living shit out of your throat. I'd much rather drink Jack Daniels. I've had a shot of it at a bar. I had some, yeah. 205 bucks or something. Four hundred. It was $400 for two shots. That's like, crazy. you got to be an asshole. My brother drinks it when he when he finds it. We had some at uh, that Cal Waterfell dinner. It wasn't 23, but it was no, like it was 15 12 or, 12 or 12 or whatever. It's for, it was okay. Where's that, in Verde? Yeah. That was a good night. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Social media, man. I, I, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not against the fact that I don't argue the fact that it works. People are seeing it. It's just, where does it stop? And it gets goddess right now. It's like, I want to know how my social media is performing because I have to be able to assess that in a negotiation or a contract or an agreement or whatever it is. I have to be able to say, here's what we got going with our social media. What did we do when we were bored before this? You know what I mean? When you had a quick 20 minutes. Have you minutes. read a magazine on the toilet in five years? Never. No. Well, not never, not right? Never, you used but, to. Yeah. It yeah. was Playboy or whatever, right? right? Forever. Sports Illustrated. Sports yeah, Illustrated. you're right. So it was, hard, it was hard copy reading. Do you even think about a magazine in there anymore? Zero. It's the phone. When you go to the airport, I used to always buy a magazine or something, you know, when yeah. I was going to go fly. Yeah, not anymore. You're on your phone. Yeah. How, is that, how is that magazine industry still alive? I can't believe people are buying them. I can't either. Like people are playing games or watching movies on their iPad or their iPhone, or if you're weird, a Samsung all the time now. John Kerry has a Samsung. I tell, I tell him he's weird all the time. Those guys swear by those droids. Oh my God. A guy made a comment at dinner last night. Somebody was having issues with the, their Bluetooth hooking up to one of the Deemer boxes. He's like, that's because you have an iPhone. And I wanted to turn around and go, no. No. Whack, job. Whack jobs have Samsungs. You, you want to be able to take the battery out of your phone. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do take a nice picture, but so do these iPhones. Oh, they're the best. I, I don't know. That's a totally what? other subject to break down. I think that we've kind of come to the conclusion that there is no solution. It's going to happen. It's getting worse because now 
everything is through the internet. Dating, like let's like, is that part of a social media discussion or is that a whole other one? I've never had a profile on a dating app or a hookup app, Tinder or Single Mingle or whatever they're called. What are they called? Uh, Farmpeoplemeet.com. There's hundreds of them. Dating sites. But what's the big ones called? Yeah, Tinder. No, Tinder's a hookup site. Uh, Like, like uh, uh, plenty of fish. Well, that's okay. What are the ones that actually have national TV commercials? I'm trying to, I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. I right can't now. think uh, of it either right now. Um, come on, dude. I cannot believe this. This is how much I'm into that style checker. of dating. Dating sites. Let's see what the first one to come Match. up is. Match. That's one. Five best dating sites 2021. Consumer rankings. I thought Tinder was a dating site. I thought it was a, I don't know. It might be. Zeusk. Elite singles. E-Harmony. E-Harmony, that was the big one. Silver singles. Match is five. Our time is six. Silver singles. Is that what I think That's got to be an older site, right? right? 55 and older. We get less on that. It's got a 9.7 out of 10. 9.6 for match. 9.7 for eHarmony. Elite is 9.8. And Zeusk, Z-O-O-S-K, is 9.9 out of 10 stars. Hmm. But my, I've never, is that social media? Because, like, literally, you have a profile. They, they, they swipe left or right to whether or not you are interested. You match up with somebody. And, or whatever it is. Some of them you got to pay for. Like, if I think, like, eHarmony, you actually have to, like, pay I think you got to pay for most of them. Oh, really? I don't think Tinder you do. I mean, I've never been on it, but like, I wouldn't think that the guys that I know are paying for to be on swipes. There. Do you think they are? I don't know. I've never done it either. But yeah, I would call that social media. That's social media. I would think so. Do you think that we're in the majority or the minority with our thought process on social media? Dude, I, don't I, know. I know the younger generation endorses it, embraces it. They don't know any better. But are, have we become those guys that the music's too loud and the cars are too fast when, it comes, love, to, when it comes to technology? I've like, never been a speed guy. But you know I, what love, I'm saying. I love being on a motorcycle, but I'm not a daredevil like you, Travis Pastrana. Which, have you seen Unchained, the documentary? No. Is it good? Dude, do yourself a favor today. Um, oh, Josh Brolin, the actor, paid for it. He's the executive producer. He's the narrator. Bro, it is on it's all on travis it's a lot of it but it's got mcgrath on there it's got the studs and it goes through that whole transition of motocross motocross and then when the daredevil started doing jumping in the freestyle motocross and then the x games and how the founder of the x games made the call and said we want to bring this in as the x games Hmm. and then how it went into winter x games for a minute and how bad people were getting hurt and then it ends with Pastrana. Like Pastrana, I had no idea. His life is unreal. Unbelievable how he was discovered. He was always a nut, right? Dude, at 12, 13 years old, he was destroying it. Jumping yeah. and racing. Yeah. He was a racing star, but then he got discovered by a jump he did when this film crew came to his home area. And they and he get, uh, and did this jump that the guys that were there to film it weren't even couldn't even complete. Hmm. And he gets up there and just skies through it. And then I think they invited him out to California. He started being on. Remember those those DVDs back in the day, the crispy, yeah, yeah, the crispy series. That's what that's Krusty. what sparked Krusty. That's what sparked Freestyle Moto X. Hmm. I remember team. he had a show on MTV or something, 
And his dad jumped off a speedboat and broke his pelvis in Mexico. Pastrana? Yeah. And I just remember it because obviously some of this came from his dad, right? If he was doing that at 12, 13 years old, somebody had to be a role model to him. But yeah, his dad, like an older dude, like in his 60s probably, and they were hauling ass in a speedboat and he jumped out of it, off the back of it while it was going and broke his pelvis and ended up in the hospital. That doesn't sound smart. I know. I can't remember if they said his dad raised or whatever, but they were, his mom was against him coming out to California. She was worried about him. I mean, you you watch what he's done when he pulled off that double backflip. That's nuts. When in the X Games, his his moms they show the backs the behind the scenes and his mom down there, like to pull that trick off was unbelievable. Did you, did you, did they touch on the part? So they didn't know the the correct trajectory of, of the, the ramp. Flip. So they they were like putting boards underneath it. And making it go further backward, it was all it was like all slapped together, and the guy's doing a double backflip. You don't land that, you're you're in trouble. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, they show the whole deal about the trajectory of the ramp just for the backflip initially, and then how McGrath he didn't he didn't start it, but he mastered it first and landed it first. And then the guy who's the guy who's the daredevil, the punk ass, the guy that was all Deegan. So Deegan is the one that tried it first and he failed, and then. Um, McGrath lands it, and then and then pretty much all the people. It, it goes through how all the guys in motocross that you know that were competing in that that freestyle. A lot of them quit right there because they couldn't do the backflip. If you didn't have a backflip in your routine, you're done. Yep, you just said what I was thinking. I remember watching one of them, and that's what the judge said: is like the the backflip is like the minimum. Yeah, like you, and now guys are just pushing them. And then yeah, the one yeah. guy died in Puerto Rico. Yeah, broke his neck. I don't think so. No, he demolished his insides and died of internal bleeding i think oh there's there's another dude that broke his neck in lusk was yeah, it lusk i think so lusk yeah. was the guy see how lusk see how lusk yeah jeremy lusk is the one that i think is the one that he didn't break his neck i don't think well unless they report it wrong or unless i was dozing off but now we're getting off of our subject of breaking it down but social media is if if you follow Travis Pastrana, which I used to do on Instagram, his whole family does crazy shit, dude. His wife, his kids. Have oh, you yeah. watched his daughter and how daredevilish they are? Yeah, crazy. I've shot and you know I've hung with Travis and shot with because a mutual uh, Tim, you know Tim Montana, Trey with. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He he is buddies with Pastrana, and I've been th- at some events that he's had Pastrana at. Pastrana is a cool, down to earth dude, man. Really? For how successful he is. I wonder what Travis Pastrana is worth. It does. It says head injury on this, but I... I head injury? He, yeah. I thought he, I thought he died of internal bleeding in the brain or something. Yeah. We're thinking of the same guy. For sure. Travis Pastrana, net worth $25 million. I would have thought more. I would have yeah. thought way more. But what a stud to turn that career into becoming a multimillionaire. Humble Dude. still and just so fuck or so sorry, so freaking talented. And he gets to do what he enjoys. Yeah, but dude, you're like it's not You're risking your life. It's not and your body. It's not when it's not if you're gonna get hurt. Like he says it in that video. It's when and how bad. Oh, and he's had so many injuries. Oh, so many, dude. It's crazy. Like like Johnny Knoxville was is they're crazy what they've done. And they all talk about it too, man. They're they've definitely hurt their bodies and you know, probably shorten their lives. Crazy. They're definitely th- their later years are going to be very, very painful. Yeah, just terrible. They're on social media. That's where we started. Social media. I don't know. I don't know if there's a solution. I'm not a huge fan of it. We do it though. We do it because keeping up with the Joneses 
Um, business. Business, growing brands. You got. You can't be ignorant, right? Right. I think that's how we'll end it. Ignorance is what kills people. Like you got to keep evolving, right? You got to evolve. Yeah. I'm wondering where we go from here. Oh, you know something's coming. Front. You know something's coming. It'll be the Hunger Games. It'll be like real life hunting humans <laughs> on social media. On social media, like you'll be able. To, what was that that purge show called? Yeah, it's called yeah. the purge. purge. Yeah. It's, it's going to be shit like that all over the world, dude. But one thing about social media that we did not touch on, and you mentioned, we started to talk about how it's everybody's happy, but the 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 mental aptitude, the mental health issues, the depression that comes from it. Oh yeah. Kids, depression, not being able to keep up, not being as pretty as the girl, not having the the swimsuit body, not being the best hunter, not you know, not getting the most likes. And it 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 I've I have heard people, I'm not gonna say names, that have had to get off of it because they could not handle the fact that somebody that they may have started with in this industry or were coming up with in this industry were getting all the attributes and all the awards and all the, the money. Yeah. They couldn't handle it because they kept watching it because they could not watch it. They click on it and go, oh, my God. That's oh my sad. God. It's sad. Or like breakups. Think about it. I, read, I was talking to this person about breakups, about how how many people that break up automatically stop following the person they're with because they can't look at it anymore or stand to see it anymore. Can't see them happy. Or, can't see them happy yeah. again or can't see their whatever. With another person. Like yeah. it's because everything is out there for you. Everything is That's out there. True. You just quit. I don't want to know. If I break up with somebody, I don't want to know what they're doing. You don't want to see them on their first date after you? Yeah, you don't. I mean, who would? No. Who would? But that's what's crazy is that it's become so entwined in everybody's life that how could you get away? I wouldn't want to be a kid right now. Think about, think about you know, losing a fist fight in high school back in the day before social media. Oh, yeah. Now it's on social media. I was going to say, you know, it might be fresh in everybody's mind for a couple of days. Oh, you got your butt kicked by Chad. But what if Dana White sees it and says, hey, that you want to come on the Ultimate right. Fighter show? But, you know, you know, now that's recorded forever. Well, kids' lives are ruined every day by social media. Phones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to watch every single thing you say and do. Yep. I mean, look at Morgan Wallen. Yeah. TMZ gets a hold of the video. He says a really bad racist word, loses his record deal, loses his publishing deal, loses his management deal from William Morris, loses opportunity after opportunity. He's selling music, but he lost it all. Yep. Spotify drops him. I don't know if I don't know who did, but Spotify, Pandora, quit playing his music. Yeah. All because being loud in public in the in the eye of you know, he's in this public eye, gets recorded by a neighbor. The neighbor either releases it to TMZZ or TMZ or whatever that, that whack job is, Harvey, whatever, um, and then puts it on. And social then they, media. or he puts it on TMZ or he puts it on his social media. And the whole world turns upside down with the guy in a matter of hours. Yeah. Let's see what TMZ's worth. What do you think? TMZ's got to be worth some bank, right? It's got to be that website's got to be huge. Your brother swears by it. I, I don't even. I've never. Even, I don't know if I've ever looked at it except for on his TMZ phone. Worth. Think it'll come up? I don't know. It doesn't with a W. There it is. They say Harvey Levin, the owner, is only worth twenty million. Hmm. Not to say that that's not a lot of money. No, but, but what yeah, is TMZ? That's what he's worth. I'm wondering what TMZ is worth. How much is TMZ creator Harvey Levin worth today? I don't care about that. 
just talks about Harvey Levin, net worth. I want to know what the company, how much is TMZ worth? See if it says in here at all. And how, who knows how credible these things are. It doesn't say. It's kind of like Vince Vaughn on old school. Or 20 million that the government knows about. I got a good sound guy. We are <laughs> going to break him down one day because he's the greatest. Vince? Wedding Crashers, 100%. Absolutely the funniest movie ever made. That's, yeah. That's saying a lot, bro. It but, is. dude, from beginning to end, the first 30 minutes or 20 minutes when they're crashing weddings, and then all of a sudden they get on the, they go to the Christopher Walken's daughter's wedding, and then they take the boat over to the, sailor. the manor. <laughs> A sailor. Christopher. <laughs> God, he's God. I could go watch that right now. Oh, yeah. Crazy Ant. Crazy, <laughs> Crazy <laughs> I don't even know what an effing quail looks like. That movie from beginning of, but here, Hangover's hilarious. Yeah. But they're, though, like the, everybody swears by the, and this is something to break down in the future, right here, breaking it down with Chad and Alex is the, the Chevy Chase movies, like Fletch and Caddyshack. Like they're hilarious, but oh, yeah. do they stand up to. Wedding Crashers, as far as hilarious goes. Now, a lot of people will say they do, but man, I watch Wedding Crashers, bro. Another one that's hilarious is Super Bad. Oh, yeah. But I will pick Wedding Crashers as far as all around the funniest over that. Danny Murphy had some bangers, like we talked about in an episode. Old school funny. Old school hilarious. We, we will have to talk about that later because I, I think generationally those things change too. Because, like, you and I could go watch Caddyshack and laugh our asses off if you show that to, well, Alyssa might like it. I don't know. No, no way. No, maybe not. My cut, let's take an 18-year-old like Chance. Yeah. No way. Chance won't laugh That's why it. we got to break that down, too. I think that being born when we were is the best time ever. Yeah, I agree. We got so much cool shit. We were we were we got to grow up in the 80s. We got to be at the heyday of hair metal and hip-hop, gangster rap. The best music in the world ever, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. 70s music, it's pretty good. 60s, eh. 50s, man. I mean, music advanced every year. It was not. I'm not saying it was bad. No. I'm just saying the 80s and the 90s. 90s was the peak of country music. That's what For made sure. country music famous. Travis Tritt, Mark Chestnut, Tracy Lawrence, Charlie Daniels Band. You know, everybody was hitting in the 90s. Everybody was, even though Charlie Daniels came up way before that. But everybody was hammering it in the 90s. The Rat Pack, Garth Brooks, they came up. You know, some of those guys came up a little earlier, but they were popular in the 90s. Yeah. Rodeo. Rope in the Wind, 92, 93. Garth Brooks, even though he's a whack job now. That was the heyday of country music, right? That's when country music got real famous. Heyday of most music. Yeah. Metallica we're born, and all we're those We were just guys born are, in such a cool time. Yeah. And then you start talking about we've got to see the computer come in. We got to see these big TVs come in. We got to see retail change. We've got to see it all. But we also got a taste of the way it was and the way it was supposed to be mm-hmm. going into Kmart and looking at the cassette aisle and going up and down and finding the ones and just praying that you saw what you were looking for. I used to go, I was just telling somebody the other day, I used to go fishing and I had one of those disposable, you know, where you crank the reel over cameras. Hell yeah. Cause if you caught a good fish, you know, you wanted to get a picture of it, but you weren't going to carry a real camera in your fishing vest. Oh, case you mean you one fell of the wedding the river. table cameras? Yeah, dude. One of those paper ones, you know? Yeah. yeah. Those were dangerous, man. Oh, yeah. I know guys that would prank them and take them into the bathroom and do some nuts. Oh, yeah. At and weddings, then they'd go get all the pictures 100%. developed. <laughs> no, they all started out right, you know, and then after about six bottles of wine or whatever, then, yeah. It was like the end of Hangover. Wedding. Yeah, yeah, Hangover. Remember the end of yeah, Hangover yeah, when they, they get all the pictures? The pictures, exactly. It was it's the same exactly thing. what it is. That's another episode of Breaking It Down. We got lots more coming. We're trying to be diverse. Hopefully, all of you enjoyed that. Maybe you didn't. 
social media. At least we're giving people something to think about. They were probably on their phones that whole time. The whole time. Man, what can I do while I'm listening to this podcast? I'm going to play <laughs> this game, and then I'm going to swipe over, and I'm going to look at my Instagram real quick, hit Facebook, I'm gonna, and then I'm going to check my stocks. I'm going to order a pizza. Yeah. I might need some new uh, – I need some Q-tips because I can't hear. Can't hear what you're saying. Breaking it down with Chad and Alex, This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast. Thank you, Jack Daniels. Thank you, Rigid Industries. Thank you, everybody, for the downloads again, the subscriptions. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for telling a foe. Thank you for telling your family. Hit us up, info at thislifeaintforeverybody.com, and let us know what you want us to talk about or if you want to call in. Maybe we need to get a call-in line like Stern's got. Yeah. Can we get a line put in here? Fact call checker? But then we got li- to be live kind of. Maybe not. Well, people got to know when we're recording. Maybe we'll do a live maybe one Maybe we someday. call people. Maybe we'll just call somebody. Mm-hmm. The funniest Another breakdown is the funniest prank callers of all time. The Jerky Boys, Sal and Richard, Mm -hmm. have taken it to a different level on Stern. When they call one Chinese restaurant and they make an order and then they say, can you hold, please? And they put them on hold. And then they call another Chinese restaurant and make a different order. And then they get those two Chinese restaurants talking back and forth about, no, you say pickup. No, you said delivery. No, Uh, you said chicken. Dude, I'm talking genius shit, right? How they come up with them. They kill it on prank calls. That might be another breaking it down someday. Keep it up. Keep watching. Keep watching for new episodes. I guess you're going to have to see that on social media. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. How yeah. are you going to find out if you got a new episode? Just uh, get a notification. Yeah, bell That's, notifications. Yeah, you get a notification on your phone. A new episode drops of This Life Ain't For Everybody. Breaking it down with Chad and Alex. What song are we going out with? We, right. I got it. You got a song? Yeah. It's got to be something that I have permission to. Brent Cobb, They Say the World is Ending, or whatever that song is. Here is The World is Ending by the one and only Brent Cobb. Jake, Tom, hit that button. Play Brent Cobb for us, please. Off the album. Keep them on their toes. Available now. Thank you all for listening to Break It Down. Breaking It Down. With Chad and Alex. This life ain't for everybody. Talk to you all later.